Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you are doing well. We're gonna talk about freight, uh, talk about shipping uh, de demand for freight, shipping collapsing. We're gonna talk about a warning from Bank of America, and then we're gonna try and tie in, uh, there's rumors that UPS may be coming into a, a pretty sizable layoff. And it's because of this, so it's going on right now, less people are buying things. But let me first start with this. I put out a video about a couple weeks ago saying that deflation has begun, and people just, you know, went all up and down Ninja, you have no idea, it's, um, it's, inflation that we're dealing with right now. And I want you guys to understand, Father Time doesn't walk in and just go, oh, it's time for inflation and click it on, click on a switch and everything inflates at once. Uh, he doesn't say, oh, it's time for hyperinflation, click it on and everything hyperinflates. Um, it's same thing with deflation. Not Deflation does not start all at once. It starts in certain sectors. And in that video, I talked about how, and Netflix hadn't even come out with their numbers, but I said I expected their numbers to be, that were gonna be coming out soon were gonna be horrendous because people, uh, can you cannot fight the fact that people only make so much money in a month, so they they have to start trimming the fat in their monthly budget to pay for that more expensive gasoline or the higher priced food to put in their bellies. That is that is just a fact. So subscription services fall off a peak. We've just seen now Disney coming out and saying that their stuff is falling off a peak too. And yeah, I get it. It's because they're woke. Hey, go woke, get broke. I get it. And that part I absolutely love. But the fact is not everybody is canceling their subscriptions because of that. They're canceling them because they don't have the money to pay for them. Next is freight. They start to slow down their spending on stuff from Amazon it's Chinese crap from Amazon, okay? That is just a fact, okay? This is what is really happening. Well, last month, freight, the freight index in the country dropped 26%. Uh, you know, I'm not talking about the freight index, I'm talking about the amount of shipments going uh, you know, around the country. And that is gonna cause trouble everywhere, okay? So this is a warning from Bank of America. And again, the UPS, there's a lot of murmurs, uh, rumors that, um, murmuring of uh, layoffs coming. And it would make sense because if there's less stuff coming out of Amazon, uh, quite frankly, one of their largest suppliers of their business, uh, what would they need uh, all the drivers for. And we know that UPS expands and contracts massively during holiday seasons with temporary employees. You know, there could be a, a bigger layoff. So that's a warning just to keep an eye out. If you're working for UPS, I'm not saying go quit your job, but start looking, have options out there. All right, don't think that this is the one true all, end all be all of a job, you know, just keep your options out there. Be smart about things, okay guys? It says here, this is out of Freight Waves, I'm gonna link the story below. It's entitled Bank of America sounding the alarm on collapsing freight demand. It says demand for truckers is at a 22 month low. It says, um, uh, Shippers' outlooks on rates, capacity, and inventory levels are matching attitudes not seen since May and June of 2020 when the pandemic lockdown set freight volumes into a historic decline. In Friday, note to investors, Ken Hoeksetter, uh, the managing director of Bank of America's trucking and research, wrote, the ship, wrote that shippers' view of demand is down 23% year over year. The proprietary truckload demand indicator hit 58, the lowest since June of 2020. Ken, you watching the Economic Ninja, because that timing of that report, pretty interesting, just saying, joking. Hoekstetter, hopefully I got that name right, said the shippers' view of rates have melted down, hitting a low not seen since May of 2020. Bank of America's survey represented a view of 44 shippers in industries including retail, consumer goods, and manufacturing. Guys, I have met some of you uh, going on the road, and in, in uh, Denver, I met a very nice couple uh, that own a successful shipping company. They said that was one of the reasons, that was the reason they came to this channel when they were hearing about our updates with me and Eric from Sage News talking about uh, the shipping index and freight 
uh, and all of that stuff. And they say that it is a very hard business out there and, and they are in tune with what's going on. They're watching channels like this and other channels on YouTube, trying to keep the pace of what's going on in the economy so that they can build or contract their company um, uh, properly. That's what's important, right? We take this information and we put it to work in our own finances, our own lives. He says here, meanwhile, these shippers are finding it easy to find capacity to move their loads outlook. Oh, sorry, move their loads. And that's easy. Um, it's easy to find trucks now to, to ship your goods because there's an abundance now of trucks, of, of employees to ship because the freight has fallen, right? It's not that we have a ton more uh, trucks on the road or a ton more new um, drivers. It's that we have uh, less goods to ship, okay? So that means the price... Uh, uh, per pound or the price per load is drastically dropping as well because people are going to start going into bidding wars they need work it says um, a few examples from the bank of america survey illustrates that data uh, one food shipper said it was receiving more cold calls from freight brokers rather than those brokers having to seek the capacity for shipments on their own a shipper moving home building products said flatbed capacity is loosening loosening slightly though it's still tight and a representative of a forest products company said rates were beginning to soften as truck capacity opened up guys that's also going to affect the price of lumber um, it'll take a while but those prices should be reflected at stores soon because costs for getting those raw materials to the stores are, are dropping we're also seeing the same thing since uh, remember interest rates are exploding so home mortgages are going up and we're seeing um a, the demand wane for uh these home builder products because home builders if you ask them right now they're they're looking bad they're not they're not liking the outcome you know you're now seeing zillow and all these places saying uh we're revising our stuff down or revising down and people tell me all the time yeah but look zillow's still positive or redfin's still positive for next year i'm like <laughs> just wait <laughs> hold my interest rates and watch this um, so all of these costs are eventually going to start coming down. This is the beginning of uh, deflation. Now, could this change tomorrow? Yes, it can, but I don't think it will. And I'm waiting with bated breath for the next 30 day, uh, marker on this, this freight, these freight numbers, which I believe are going to continually come down. Now it says freight waves has re uh, previously reported that a sharp, painful downturn in the U S trucking market is coming. Uh, the Friday note to investors, the latest indicator of the trucking bloodbath that many in the industry are spotting. And uh, this is a quote from Dan Guzman, uh, San Antonio-based fleet owner. He says, the way the rates are, you have to run twice as hard to make ends meet. And let's stop on this. I'm gonna link that below. It's very important to understand that, you know, costs are exploding for shippers like wages, um, uh, fuel, uh, insurance is going up. Everything is going up. So even though and now you've sort of had this perfect storm for the freight industry, you have rising costs coupled with slowing demand and less jobs. That is very dangerous. And I want people to understand that that is, if you're looking at going into this industry, look at it very carefully, position yourself. If you work for UPS or FedEx or any of these companies that, uh, uh, literally need companies like Amazon to keep selling goods to people in order to keep your business in business, 
you have to be very careful, okay? Uh, de demand for these uh, shippers are, is falling right now. I believe it's gonna continue. And then it's gonna be a cascading effect. And that's how deflation starts. And that's how it ends up getting really big. And, and honestly, deflation is going to take year, possibly two years to really start to grip the world. But in that time, you're going to see heavier inflation. You're gonna see hyperinflation and stagflation. I know it sounds crazy, but just because you have inflation in one aspect, or like, I'll give an example. Lumber last year hyperinflated four five hundred percent up. That's hyperinflation, and you go, yeah, but that only lasted a certain amount of time. Well, good news, hyperinflation only lasts a certain amount of time because after a while of it being so big, you have rioting in the streets or uh, issues like what we're seeing in Turkey, in Venezuela, places like that. It only lasts so long until the people rise up. Guys, remember, by the time food prices hit about forty percent of the average household income, people are on the streets screaming, yelling, and robbing things. So these are times to start to be aware that the economy is collapsing and you're watching it in real time, but it takes time. All right, guys, that being said, I thank you so much for watching. The Economic Ninja is out.